Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry, and I am excited to have you all with us today because I have Melinda Calloway, who is going to be our guest today. She's an author of the book, Tip from the TV Lady, a guide for making a great impression on camera and in person. So just give you a backstory of how I met this young lady. I met her online, LinkedIn, and I looked at what she did on LinkedIn. I was like, I really like what she's doing. I kind of looked at all her different videos and I happened to find this one video where she was doing Janet Jackson. And she was jamming. When I said the pleasure principle, she had the little knee pad things. She was and and she didn't know I'm like the serious Janet Jackson fan. I was like, oh, I love her. And so I said, No, she's a TV lady, but she could dance. I'm like, I gotta have her on the show. She is amazing. So let me read the formal bio because I was like fanning, she was fanning on Janet, and we both were fanning together. I was like, oh. So she she has skills. She has skills beyond TV too. Okay, so she is a native of Richland in North Carolina. She graduated cum laude from Winston Salem University and began her career in media as a writer reporter for Voice of America Radio in DC. I remember Voice of America. She returned to North Carolina as a news reporter and anchor for WNCT uh, TV in Greenville, and then in Raleigh she was an anchor and reporter for WRAL TV. I think that's a NBC affiliate. Yeah. Yep, it used to be now. Yeah, used to be. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And then when WNCN launched a lifestyle show called My Carolina Today, which is the one I talked about that we first I first saw you on, the creators called on Volanda to host there. There she interviewed and danced with the Rockettes, uh, which which was probably easy for you, and Circle de Soul, and interviewed many stars including Marlon Wayans, Jane Seymour, and Anthony Anderson. She was also a dancer and cheerleader since her early years she also cheered in college and and in the nfl for the washington football team so whether she is serving on the pta mentoring girls or giving her time to a local food pantry valanda embraces the verse to whom much is given and much is required so that philosophy led valanda to delta sigma theta sorority so happy founders day to you One of my best friends happened to be Delta. So I just love that. that was another thing. I, I told my best friend, Dr. Portia Lockett, I said, I have one of your sores I'm interviewing today. <laughs> today is Founders Day. She yes. joined in 1993. And then 2013, she was named a 40 under 40 winner. And 2015 was inducted into the university's uh, CE Gaines Hall of Fame. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Thank so she's a spokesperson right now for University Ford and University Kia in Durham, North Carolina, and a freelance TV host for Fox 50. You might catch her on TV and on the web acting commercials and corporate videos. She's very skilled. And she is also a media trainer. So if those of you who need a media trainer and content strategist for a marketing firm, Walk West and a dance teacher, still a dance teacher also as well. So that's something that she's not going to give up. And then <laughs> released her book during the pandemic, 
a book on tips from the TV lady, which is what we're going to talk about today, a guide to making a great impression on camera and in person. So she's married and is also a mom. So welcome, Belanda. Thank you for coming on. I am so excited. So tell us about your setup because you just, the lighting looks beautiful. Thank you. you. Beautiful. Thank you. And, you know, we've been zooming all yeah. of 2020, right? Yes. Uh, seen some crunchy jump backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to meet you. We've got to have a phone call or a Zoom call after this yes. so we can get yes. to know each other a little better. But I'm, I'm very happy to be here. And you asked me about my setup. One of so my book, as you mentioned, is called Tips from the TV Lady: A Guide for Making Great a Great Impression on Camera and in Person. I love and it. one of my chapters is all about lighting. That's a free tip that I'm giving you right now. Lighting. I have two lights. They're both about a foot above my head, and they're okay. both shining down on me. Are they These lights? lights have, are they satellites? No. Oh, no, they're not ring lights because okay. the thing I don't, I love ring lights, but if you wear glasses as I do, yes, you get that reflection mm -hmm. bouncing off your glasses. Yes. And the that ring was the light. Last, that was the last interview that I kept, I kept talking to Karen Taylor Bass. I said, I can see the little ring in your lights. She was like, right. I don't know what to do. So she's going to tell us what to do. Okay. Right. Well, the ring light is designed to be directly in front of you. That's fantastic. It's giving a direct light to your face. But what I have are lights that are on stands. These are stands that can put it, you know, low or can put the light up high. I can adjust it and they're shining down. Ah. So I'm getting that reflection from the light being directly in front of me. Now I could wear my glasses and not worry about the reflection. I think, mm -hmm. tell me if you see anything bouncing off the light. Do you see no. anything? No, no, no. And that's because the lights are up higher and they're shining down versus being directly in front of me and shining directly in front of my face. So that's one of the reasons why I like these lights better than ring lights. I also have a ring light and mm -hmm. it's fantastic, but these lights are a, a step above. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I can adjust the light. I've got them on about 50% right now because I'm using an HD webcam. I'm not using my computer's web camera. That's another tip that I'm giving you. Okay. Your so web camera on your computer may not be enough. You may need to invest. Yes. Yes, Pam, you know the deal. Yes. You may need to invest in another better web camera than the one that comes on your computer. This is an HD camera that I'm using. So it's really good. I could have done this without light, but I think the light makes it even better. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to really talk about, before we go into background, I'm going to talk about dress. So if we're going on television, these right here, I probably would not wear, right? No, no, no. They're fluffy and they're very distracting because it's like, does she have on a bola? What is she trying to do? Um, you know, what, what is it? Is she Indian? Is this part of some ritual? Like, what is it? So typically what I would do then is I would just put on like these type of earrings. Mm -hmm. Very subtle, but it's still part of my style. Yeah, that on, and then maybe a necklace. That way, it's not so distracting because you want to be stylish, but you don't want to be so stylish where everything is blinging or flying or feathers are 
flying in people's yes. faces. So now I just have this on and that's a lot more presentable for television versus my fun feather earrings over here. Absolutely. Pam, <laughs> man, you get it. That's exactly <laughs> it. The whole book of, is about removing distractions. Yes. I don't want people to be confused and think that I'm telling them they need to get plastic surgery or they need to buy a bunch of makeup or they need to, you know, do all these drastic things. No, it's not that at all. It's about removing distractions and understanding what distractions are. Because unless you've been told, you may not realize that long feather earrings are a distraction. Mm -hmm. For me, I like to wear hoops. So I wear only hoops. I don't wear a necklace. I, don't, I have one, one bracelet. I keep it simple. If I had on more than one bracelet, they would clank together because as you see, I talk with my hands. Mm -hmm. So I know that if I'm wearing more than one, you're gonna hear clank, clank, clank. Those things are distractions. So I talk about why you need to remove the distractions so that your message can come through. Mm -hmm. So talk about ladies that have the tops that have like herringbone or prints or why, you know, sometimes when we go and we go shopping, it's like, oh, I'm going to buy this top and I'm going to go on such and such show or it's going to really look good. Talk about why they may want to put a blanket over you when you go into the studio. Don't do it. Solid. You see, Pam and I were wearing solids. Solids are the way to go because you don't have that distraction. And there's something there's something that's called a more effect, M-O-I-R-E with the thing over the E. And that's when patterns are tight. It's often a problem in men's ties. Ah. You feel like your eye is jumping. You're like, wait a minute. I didn't have any wine. What's going on? Why are my eyes jumping? And you can see this pattern just moving around right here. Yeah. That's because the pattern is too tight. It doesn't happen with big block patterns, but when the pattern is too tight, that's something you have to worry about. It can also happen with polka dots if they're really small and tight. Mm -hmm. So my philosophy is just forget the patterns. Wear the patterns some other time, <laughs> but not when you're going on camera, not when you're in front of a big crowd because they can be a distraction. Mm. And polka dots, polka dots, I always remember was when I was in school, they were saying like for TV, never wear polka dots. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who wears polka dots on TV? But anyway, but that can happen. <laughs> so we want to make sure. So we've really talked about the jewelry, talk about the clothing. Let's talk about the thing that black women, we have this thing with the hair. Mm -hmm. So I remember going to the Black News Channel and it was, and so the lady had a lot of hair. It was the braids and this and that. And so the TV people, they were running around trying to figure out like where to put the mic and they didn't want to touch her hair and this and that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so what do we do with the hair? We have all different types. We got the blow ago, we got the natural. We got, what, what, do you, what do you suggest is the most appropriate for television in terms of hair? I think your hair just needs to look great and it needs to be manageable. It's not natural versus straight. It's what is going to be the best style that isn't going to be a distraction or isn't going to be a problem. Okay. As you mentioned, I do media training. Mm -hmm. The people in my media training classes, they're, they're everybody. I've trained people all over the world, not here just in the US. They're black, they're white, they're Asian, they're all types. And I have a lot of women who have a nervous habit of doing this, playing. Oh, yes. They, oh, that's they it, it, flip it, 
So it's not just about whether it's long or short or curly or straight. It's what are you doing with your body? So I tell those women who have that habit of playing with the hair, fix it or put it up. Put it up. Exactly. Fix your habit or put your hair up because it is a distraction. If you've got long braids and you do the same thing, you play with it. No, you need to put it up so that Mm -hmm. it's not a distraction. Also, if you're wearing a clip on microphone Mm -hmm. and the hair is heavy, braids are heavy. I've I've worn braids. If they hit the microphone, it's going to, you're going to hear that sound. That's a distraction. So for me, it's all about removing distractions. If you have long hair, fantastic. Maybe wear it behind your shoulders or wear one side to the front and the other to the back, the side where the microphone is, but manage the distractions is what I'm trying to say. I'm not telling anybody how to wear their hair, but do whatever it takes to remove the distractions. That is so good. So Valanda, we're talking with Valanda Calloway, and she's telling us about some TV tips or Zoom tips or in-person tips in terms of like if you're on stage. So let's talk a little bit about backgrounds. I love your background. Your Thank background you. is really, really good. So let's talk about live backgrounds, I guess you would say, or, or real backgrounds. Talk mm-hmm. about maybe Zoom backgrounds. You know how people mm-hmm. are like, oh, I got a green screen and I'm going to act like I'm in the Bahamas. And so <laughs> I'm about that. <laughs> again, this book is about removing distractions make it appropriate. I'm sitting in my kitchen behind me. You see my living room, the TV's off. If I had the TV on, that would be a distraction. That's true. I thought thought about putting my logo there, but then again, I thought that might be a distraction. So Mm -hmm. you see a basic living room behind me. You don't see anything that's unusual. I cleaned up. (laughs) You don't see my junk. So I made sure that you see a bowl of fruit back there. It's just very simple. There's nothing that is going to make you go, what is that? Does she have a cat running around in the background? Or I cleaned up. Is that dust in the corner? (laughs) Just make it a a, a distraction-free zone. I Mm -hmm. love the virtual backgrounds, but make it appropriate for what you're talking about. If you're a CEO doing a Zoom, the Bahamas might not be the best background for you. Unless you're talking about taking the whole company on a retreat to the Bahamas, COVID is over. But if you're talking about something serious, you need to think about having a serious setting behind you, an office setting or something that isn't a distraction. So what about people that have the little pets and things like that on the Zoom calls, right? So they're like, oh, I've got got the dog here. Your dog is so cute. And when, when I was reading about you, I saw that you're a dog mama. But yeah, I, I love that. And I think it's it's fine if we're not talking about, um, you know, something super coronavirus. serious. Yeah, coronavirus. You know, we're talking about coronavirus or we're talking about the impeachment. I think yeah. we need a more serious tone and your fun pet might not be the best thing. But again, mm-hmm. think about the environment. Think about what you're talking about. Make the the background fit the mood of the interview that you're doing. I love that. I love that. And yours is a very, it's a very comfortable mood. I can see that the mood of that, the lighting is good. The, 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 the dress is very non-distracting and also to hold the book up again, hold oh, the book up. Gladly. So, so her brand colors are blue. That's yeah. part of that as well. So, yeah. so 
let's talk in plural. <laughs> so talk about how that was was chosen in terms of your brand colors and, and, and that sort of thing. Because your website is blue. You can go to BelondaCalloway.com and you'll see the blue there as well. And it looks like blue and teal. Is it cool. Coral. Okay, blue and coral. So that's kind of like that as well. And so you find yourself that when you're doing uh, interviews, you know, on television for your personal brand that you're dressing in those colors? Absolutely. You have to brand yourself. We know when we see that, you know, Target, that it's about Target. We know when we see those cows, it's about Mm Chick-fil-A. So we do the same thing. We brand ourselves so that people know what they're getting. And that they're going to get consistency in the same thing each time. I don't always wear blue. As you mentioned, I represent a Ford dealership. So that was an easy choice. So I have a lot of blue anyway. So that was kind that was one of the reasons I went with blue. Not the only reason, but but one of them. But I recently picked up a Kia dealership and their colors are red. So when I'm representing Kia, I'm in red. Of course, I already have a lot of red because as we talked about, I'm a Delta. Right. So, you know, I wanted it to make sense. I didn't have to reinvent my entire wardrobe, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I did some research about colors and blue represented what I wanted to to get across trustworthiness, reliability. So that was part of the reason I, I chose blue as well. And then the coral, I just love coral. I didn't want to choose pink. <laughs> a lot of people use pink. I had pink at one point in time and I was like, oh, that's a little bit because really pink really will um, men. If you work with men, they're not going to gravitate towards pink. Right. They're yeah. like, it's like okay, I mean, literally my website a few years ago was like Pepto-Bismol pink. <laughs> it was so pink. It was nauseous. I was like, why did I do that? It was just like at that point I had had, I came out of corporate. And so I was like, I want to just do me. I want all the things. So anyway, so yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the things I had a client that was an AKA who had a lot of red on her website and a lot of people <laughs> in her sorority were like, why do you have so much red? She's like, oh. so now it's a little bit more pink. So yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, there's but, nothing wrong with that, but it, you know, that's just not me. So I was looking for a complimentary color. So I did a lot of research on colors that go together with blue and landed on coral. And I'm, I'm so happy that I, I chose that. That is good. So the book now, uh, let's tell us a little bit about the success of the book or some of the stories that people have had from the book. It's the book is called Tips from the TV Lady, a guide for making a great impression on camera and in person. And it's available on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com. Is it on your website? If people want to get it, if they want to get a signed copy, could they get it from your website? Absolutely. Sign yes. paperback copy on yes. my website, com, and you can get the ebook as well as the paperback at amazon.com. Oh, it's an ebook. Okay, so that's perfect. Yes, so, you got an ear here. Yes. So, one of the things I just wanted, you know, in terms of as we try to give people tips and things like that, like you talked about the backgrounds, and mm-hmm. right now we're using StreamYard. So StreamYard allows us to, for those who are listening or watching us live on LinkedIn, allows us to really go different different angles on the camera. Mm-hmm. We can even, the first StreamYard that I did when I interviewed someone was like this. 
and we were a little bit too close to the camera and we could not figure out why our faces were so big. And I was like, I don't know. And we were moving the cameras back. She says, oh, my face is too big. And I didn't realize that you can pull it back like that. And oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So this one is like the anchor, anchor look and then the little scroll at the bottom is ready, set, go speak.com, which is my membership community where I teach people about PR marketing and that sort of thing. So it's, mm-hmm. it's like I use StreamYard from that standpoint to really give it more like the TV look. Mm-hmm. I always do some kind of overlay, but I'm, I think I'm going to redo the overlay because the overlay itself is good. But oh. if but in a way, it, it shows that the host, if, if it's not centered, mm-hmm. it looks like you're the host if I pull you in like that and you're not. The yeah. Host. yeah. So it's just, it's just certain things like that, that this whole thing, Valanda, listen, I'm in media. So, but the, today yeah. everybody has to be a little bit more like TV ready. Mm-hmm. We have to be TV, we have to know a little bit about editing. We have to know, we have to know these things now where mm-hmm. we didn't have to know that in 2019. It was, you're it's so, so different. Now. You're so correct. And we have to have CTE hours, continuing education, because yeah. even after COVID, a lot of people may not go back to the life they used to have. A lot of companies have decided we're not going back to the office. So this could be the way we communicate. So put in the time and the effort to learn how to look your best. We all have to learn different things. My husband owns a DJ company. He um, primarily DJs weddings. Well, before COVID, that's what he primarily did. Of course, weddings aren't happening the way that they used to. So guess what? He's learned how to be basically a TV producer to DJ on online platforms like Twitch and Mixcloud. Yes. Twitch and Mixcloud, you'll see DJs all over the world who look like they're in professional TV studios because they learned about lighting and cameras and multiple cameras, a camera on the turntable, a camera on the, his hands as he's scratching, a camera that's in front. Wow. The house looks like a TV studio between what he's doing and what I'm doing. <laughs> but he's had to spend countless hours learning all of this. And yeah. so that's part of the reason why I wrote the book so that I could help people who are trying to learn these things in a quick and easy way. It's 10 chapters and I break it down in layman's terms. I use myself as an example because I've made plenty of mistakes along the way in my career. And I use myself as an example so you can understand that if you don't know, you don't know. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just telling you that if somebody doesn't take the time to help you understand these things, you're not going to just learn them through osmosis. (laughs) Yeah. And that is true because I... I did a um, like a speaker event where I had to judge different speakers. It was almost like mm-hmm. a speaker time. And so the speakers, they came on and they had to speak for 10 minutes. And so they were talking. And of course, their speeches were great on point. But because it was virtual, what I also looked at was not necessarily listening to them, but I was looking at their background. So mm-hmm. if I had to do like 10 points, so I'm taking off like three points because their background was janky. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the books were just out of order in the background or mm-hmm. they had um, just things that were distracting or they had a big yeah. picture of themselves in the background, but you couldn't really tell it was a picture of them because their head was covering their picture of themselves in the background. But I'm like, why do I need a picture of you in the background of you? Because I already see you. So it was like, <laughs> just like it's so many different things about backgrounds that I can explain to people. Now, what I did, basic Joanne Fabrics, black 
velvet background. It's mm -hmm. really simple to do. And then I have a shadow box lights in front of me. Very nice. You look amazing. Thank you. The, the thing about the shadow box lights is that they don't dim up and down. So oh. it's one, one strength. You can't take it up. You can't. It's just one thing. It's just one light. So they're good for photography, but not necessarily good for video. So anyway, so. And it's fun to have dimmable lights because depending on your complexion, you need different things. Yes. You know, um, if you're a dark skinned person, you're going to need different light than a white person. Yes. You can't get both people the same light. No. No, you need to be able to adjust it. So adjustable lights are great, especially if you're doing a video with someone. Yes. And my husband and I aren't the same complexion. We made a video recently, but fortunately we had two lights. So the light on him was different than the light that was on me because we're not the same complexion. And so that's, that's what you have to think about. Yeah. And microphones are very important. Uh, I have a different type of mic <laughs> that has a wind popper. Yeah, uh, this is mine. Yeah, that's that's this one here. So it's mm -hmm. the proper that sort of thing. So sometimes you can have those as well. That's when I'm really like maybe doing um, when my husband does voiceover work. So he he does voiceover work. So he has to use that. Yes. I'm right now. I'm just using the 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 uh, microphone from my Macintosh. So from mm -hmm. the Mac. That sound old, real Macintosh. Who calls it a Macintosh? <laughs> it just, that just dated me right there. <laughs> Macintosh. Really? The Apple? <laughs> yeah, that was that, but I'm using using that. So knowing the average person, Valanda, the average person, now they gotta know lighting, they gotta know mics, they gotta know which camera to buy, they have mm -hmm. to know how to edit, they've got to yeah. know how to stream, what to say when. And and for someone who just really in 2020 just really got into this whole space, it can mm -hmm. be overwhelming. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show because I want people to get your book because you put it in layman's terms. The book is called Tips from the TV Lady, a guide to making a great impression on camera or on Zoom um, and in person because a lot of people don't know how to pull it all together yeah. to look good. And they always say, you know, TV adds 10 pounds. So we know that. So we've been in a lot of people been in quarantine. So there's a quarantine 15. So it's like, oh my God. So yeah. what tips can you give people to look thinner if TV adds 10 pounds besides wearing black? Right. <laughs> if that is your thing, because I don't want to assume that everybody's interested in looking thinner, you know, body positivity. A lot, a lot of people are saying, I am rocking it the way that I am. And I say, you go girl, you go boy, if that is your thing. But if you are interested in looking thinner, open up your neck. You notice I'm wearing a V-neck. The worst thing you could do is wear a turtleneck or anything that has a high neck. Oh, I did not know that. Show the skin. That will help to elongate your neck. Okay. I did not know that because it was always thought if you have a little bit of a double chin or just a little bit too much, you know, meat here that you would wear a turtleneck. But you're saying that is the worst thing because it would just yeah. brought, draw attention to it. It's a double chin covered up by a turtleneck. Oh, yeah. All the tips in the book that that one is. A good one. I did not. I would have said, oh, wear a turtleneck. That'll just cover that all up. And it'd be like, mm -mm. now she looked like, no, no, no. So that's one of the things. No, you want to do that. So tell us a, a little bit um, about your dance, because that is something that you do that is a, must be a joy, because there was a picture yeah. on the website where you are at the you were at the beach. I guess you were on a beach and 
you were in the air doing a split. That how did that? How many shots? First of all, how many? How did you do that? And then how many shots did you have to take in order to get that particular shot? It was like it had to be one of those high speed cameras. So that was called a grand jeté, and I did that on Virginia Beach. And it's something that I just, my daughter and I started doing that a few years ago. So each time we go to Virginia Beach, we, you know, do our grand jeté. But I've been dancing since I was a little girl. And I teach jazz at North Carolina Dance Institute. And I've been dancing, like I said, since I was a little girl. So actually, um, my daughter took that picture, I think. Wow. That was She knows when to snap. Because I'm gonna go chasse step jeté, and she she knows, <laughs> so she knows when to click. But I also had her do um, video, and then I took a screenshot of the video so I could get exactly the frame that I wanted. <laughs> that was perfect. That my my sister in law uh, owns a dance studio. She's been dancing since she was little, and mm-hmm. she grew up and had a career, and then she kind of quasi retired and then opened up a dance school. And then her daughters were teenagers at the time. And mm-hmm. then when they graduated from college, now the whole family is about 20 years old. Now they have a dance studio. Nice. And so the zone dance center and she turned 60 this year, but you would not know it. She looks fabulous. She still dances. She she still teaches, uh, still dances. They, well, Corona, you know, the COVID-19, mm-hmm. they had to do things virtual, had to do a little mm-hmm. pivot. But they didn't do the recitals in person anymore. But 2021, hopefully they'll do that. But I think when you have multi-passions, like you love television and you love mm-hmm. voice work and acting and dancing, you, at one point you were doing truly, that really makes you a well-rounded person and yeah. very approachable, which is you know why I just was so excited to talk with you today. Thank you. I've been very fortunate that I've been able to do what I want to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be a professional dancer. Uh, that didn't work out exactly as I had hoped it would. I wanted to go to New York and and dance. And my dad was like, um, you're going to college. You're going to get an education, <laughs> a traditional education. And then happened to graduate from Lottie at the time, at the time, same time. So he just kind yeah. of probably was yeah, television was my passion also, but dance was always the, the first love. So I was able to incorporate dance into my whole life. So while I was working my very first job, I was moonlighting as a Washington Redskins cheerleader. Wow. So I would really work and go to practice and then dance on Sundays at the games. Well, now they're the Washington football team. But when I was a part of it, it was the Washington Redskins. And so I was able to have a semi-pro dance career. But teaching dance has been such a joy. And I teach mostly teens and adults. I don't deal with little kids. But it's it's so much fun to help teens and adults realize their dreams, their passions, because I totally understand where they're coming from, wanting to get into it at that stage of life. That is so good. That is good. So Volanda Calloway, mm-hmm. uh, just like it sounds, I mean, I can probably spell it, but we'll have the show notes in the show notes. So make sure that you you go to PamPerryPodcast.com and read the show notes, but, but now VolandaCalloway.com uh, to get the book and also to learn out more about her for media training as well, because she does that. Mm-hmm. Media training is a skill that uh, people don't realize that they need until after they do a bad interview. <laughs> so, so, 
So I always say, if you really do want to get out there and get known, get media training first. And and you do that interview, you'll be called back. That's really, really good. And it's so it's so important because you never know when you're going to need it. The company that I um, that you mentioned when you read my bio that I I work with, Walk West, we train people from all kinds of big companies and we prepare them to be ready when a crisis happens. That's another podcast right there. Yeah, You never know when Susie's ex-husband is going to come in and, you know, shoot the place up. Or you never know when there's going to be a fire. You never know when there's going to be a chemical spill. You just, you never know when these things are going to happen. So media training is so important because when a crisis situation or a great opportunity, it doesn't have to be a crisis. When something wonderful happens, your nerves are probably way up here. Your anxiety, your all your emotions are on overdrive. And so you want to know how to do this before you get that call. That so that so your nerves and your anxiety and all these other things don't ruin what could be a great opportunity or an opportunity to talk to people and help them understand what's going on. And because body language is a big part of it. Oh, I'm, yes. So if, if it's almost like you can tell a person is not telling the truth by certain things that they do, or you can also tell... Uh, basically people want to believe you. So you do need the media training so that you're not making the audience who's watching you like they're not telling the truth. Yeah. Richard Nixon is a good example that kind of makes me think Mm -hmm. about that. He said um, at the very, I am not a crook. And his body language was like, but you, but it felt like you were a crook, you know, so, so part of that media training is to help you, just relax so that isn't you're not perceived that you're not telling the truth when you actually are, but you just mm-hmm. are not comfortable in front of a camera. And a lot of people do need help with feeling comfortable in front of the camera with you wanting to be a professional dancer. So it felt natural for you. That's a part yeah. that it, it, that was an extension for you to express yourself in front mm-hmm. of people where some people are like, mm, deer in the headlights. No, I don't <laughs> want to talk. So <laughs> it's really important to do media training with you. Yeah. And, I would just invite people to make sure that they pick up the book at the very least and to make sure that they do uh, look into you for media training because it's important. You don't want to wait till a crisis hits before you get media training. Trust me. I know. Yeah. So well, thank you so much for joining us. Get out there and get known podcast. I want people to subscribe, share this podcast. People who are on LinkedIn live. Thank you for joining us over there as well. Angela Turner said that she is good. She is taking notes over there. Uh, so very good. She is doing that. She is a, a person that's over there taking notes. Very smart person. Uh, so yeah, so that's good. And thank you for just really just sharing your knowledge. And we're going to be in touch because I want to bring you back and maybe talk about crisis management, because that really is something that people don't really even understand what that's all about and what's entailed. Mm-hmm. And um, the country is in crisis. So Absolutely. a lot of people are in crisis. So that might be something mm-hmm. that we can talk about as well. Thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we kind of get out of here? Well, I just want to say thank you. It was a pleasure to um, talk with you and thank you for sharing your platform. And once again, the book is called Tips from the TV Lady. I love really it. Good. Without the, there we go, no shine. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and it's available on Amazon in the ebook format as well as the paperback format. And I can give you a signed copy if you order from Amazon. my website. Oh, there is one thing I forgot to mention. I talk about removing distractions. Mm-hmm. And if 
you're not a makeup person, at least do something to cut down the shine. I have my own line of Yes. You know, the blotting sheet, you take one out, you press it against your face to soak up the shine. Yes. If you're not going to wear makeup, at least use makeup. a blotting sheet. And, men, and, 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 and women. Men, I was going to say men, because my husband is um, shaven head. And mm -hmm. so the shine, I'm always fighting with the shine with pictures or video. And yes. it's like, let's get this shine off. How do you get this shine off of your face yeah. and off of so, your head? So those yes. are for that. These and are on my website, melondacalloway.com. I love that. That is so perfect. Yes, that is one of the things that I'm going to need. I will say in terms of the minimal makeup that I do suggest, and this is just me, not everyone mm -hmm. has to do that. Eyelashes make a big difference in lips because people look at your eyes, oh, yeah. and they look at your mouth. So lips and Absolutely. lashes are the main two things. You don't even have to wear mm -hmm. anything else, but they look at your mouth. <laughs> And they look at they look at your lashes. So I have on the the uh, strip eyelashes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I have on lipstick. That's it. Mm -hmm. And not not that's mm -hmm. it. I have on some other stuff, but making sure that those are the main things if you're going to do anything to focus yeah. on lips and lashes because that people look at eyes and they always look. At <laughs> you know, and if you want to get your teeth whitened too, that might be something else you want to do. You know, during during uh, this period of time where we're kind of like quarantine. You know, get your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you go on Zoom, they look really white. You know, so yeah. I heard someone say the other day, "says This is a great time to get braces because everybody's wearing a mask." I said, "Yeah, I guess so." That is a good point. You know, that so it's true. It's been I a I when I was younger, didn't wear the retainer, so they moved. So yeah. I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. Because we're coming up on a year basically since, yeah. since period. so everybody's really wearing the mask almost almost mm -hmm. a year now. So just think mm -hmm. if you were wearing braces, no one would have known because you're wearing a mask all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, and I will so talk welcome. to you later. Already, God bless. I'm Pam Perry, and Bye. I'm thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast, brought to you by PamPerryPR.com where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.